0: Okay, so welcome back to another edition of Cloud Conversations I am your host Harvey Banks and today is Wednesday, April the 13th I am fresh off a vacation and I got a lot of shit to say So today's episode may go a little bit longer than normal Then again, it may not You never really know until you get into some of these things But if you are listening on Apple Podcasts Please go ahead and give me a five-star rating Also write a little note for me there uh once i see it i will you know give you a shout out here on the show just to let you know that i appreciate any support we get same with spotify iHeartRadio, wherever you're listening from however they let you show support please do so because it shows the tech companies that this is great content and it will suggest this shit to other people and help this thing grow now on today's episode again there's gonna be a lot of topics I might go in and out of, and it might be some rapid fire type stuff. Just because I've been on vacation for a week, I'm also gonna talk about that for a little bit. But first, let's play some music, man. Let's get into this thing. Cloud conversations. This I is get big crib. Like about money in the building, on the phone with the lender, and I'm living If the bank had a cap, I would fill it like really trying to get millions, get a bigger high view so vivid. A couple cars could like chrome, wheel it. You think materials, sound, it sound, silly Let's start this thing off with like my new favorite segment Shit I don't care about, but I probably should Now, while I was on vacation, a lot of topics kind of started to jump out at me, uh, that would be perfect for this segment. But one ended up kind of taking the cake. And so I'm going to use it today. So Katanji Brown Jackson, I believe is her full name, um, was confirmed to the Supreme Court. There's a process in that confirmation that like they go before, I believe it's Congress and everybody from both sides of the aisle gets a certain amount of time to talk their shit right and to ask questions and stuff like that. Apparently, this normally goes pretty smooth. I mean, the questions can get repetitive and kind of rude at times, but like that's just the that's the theater of this whole thing. I'll be honest when it comes to like Supreme Court confirmations and stuff like that. That's usually the level of government that I tap out at just because. I'm just not into the theater of it, if that makes sense, like it's, it's just one of those things. And that's why I was perfect for this segment here, just because like. I do know that it matters like I'm not completely unaware to the fact that, yes, the Supreme Court affects everybody. Right. But I still just kind of don't care because like the theater just kind of makes me check out. Right. I don't really do political talk like that just because I'm not one person to ever try to convince you to believe one way or another, just because I really don't believe in either side. And that's just me. So, like, if you're a Democrat, that's cool. I don't really care. If you're a Republican, that's cool. I don't really care. Same with independents and all the other things that y'all might make up going forward. Um, But how this process goes is, like, both sides get to say their piece, get to ask questions, then you vote. Uh, I think majority wins and then, boom, they become Supreme Court judges. It is important to have a process just beyond, like, a one-person interview vote. Just because these people get to keep these jobs for life. So, like, I understand that it does have to be a little bit more thorough than your regular job interview. But. Did anybody else like find this thing weird? So <laughs> this funny clip came out and I was hoping I could find the clip, but I can't. I heard it through Ebro in the morning. um, But basically, it was a bunch of Republican I guess they were senators. I don't know. Praising Katanji Brown saying like super educated. You are super qualified for this job. We've gotten to know you over these last couple weeks. You have a wonderful family. You seem like a wonderful, absolute wonderful person, super educated. All of them kept saying that. And you're qualified for this job, meaning you were a great judge at multiple levels coming up to this. And uh, based on that, I will not be voting for you. Yeah, like they would spend three minutes telling her how she's the perfect person for the job and then saying, but I can't vote for you. And so like this happened like six times, <laughs> nothing but glowing remarks that ended in a no vote. And so. I was like, I und- so I understand political parties think it's stupid, but I understand it. But my question came here. How can you sit in that room just as maybe you're just a bystander and hear this process and hear someone say, hey, you're really qualified for this job. You're really educated. We think that you would definitely be capable of executing this job. Also, mind you, there's no other candidates for the job. It's just her. So it's not like a I'm going to go with this other person because of this. It's just her. There's no other candidate for the job. You're qualified. You're educated. You seem like a great person. Your family seems great, but no. And no one asks questions. No one raises their hand and said, hey, um, Why? And I'm not trying to insinuate that race had anything to do with it, because I actually think it did not. I think race had zero to do with it. I think the color black had nothing to do with it. The colors red and blue had everything to do with it. So just because you're a Republican. You can go against all rationale and just make a decision for your team. At the government level, I don't know. I'm not the brightest guy, but that seems broken. Like, that doesn't seem like how this thing should roll. That's just me. Like, that sounds crazy. Like, put yourself in her shoes. Imagine you go to interview for a job and you get to the point in the interview process where you're clearly the only one. That's a eligible for the job. B Equipped to do the job. C. Have all the prerequisites for the job. And someone praises you for have checking all those boxes and then tells you, I can't give you the job. Wouldn't you want to ask, hey, why? See, because why is a simple question that usually leads to complex, ans- complex answers that usually leads to, oh, yeah, this system is broken. That's weird. So, again, it hits the level of government where I usually check out. But now you guys know what I mean when I say I don't care about that politics shit because it's theater. And what you playing with is people's lives. Like you're playing with people's lives and we've made sport out of government. There's this team, there's that team, and no matter what the obvious optics of something are. It doesn't matter. It's theater. So like that's kind of like the circus. <laughs> As a child, you may go to the circus and enjoy it. As an adult, probably not so much because you you understand it's a circus. You understand, you see what I'm like it's just different. This is why again, this is shit I don't care about, but I probably should. I just found it wild, and and I wanted to share that with you guys. Um, I'm going to move it along, though, because let's talk vacation. Let's get out of this mode. So uh, I went on vacation this past week with the family, the kids. It was fun. We went to Pensacola Beach, Florida. It's my favorite beach. Uh, I love the ocean, man. The ocean does some things. The ocean does things for me that, like, nothing else can do, especially when it comes to perspective, right? Because. I like to get up early, and so I get up early and I use and I walk down to the beach and there's minimal people on the beach. I mean, I may pass one person while I'm doing my walk. But it's like. Still beautiful. And still pushing. And vast, like I can't see anything other than ocean. You see what I'm saying? So like it puts me into perspective of how small we are and I am and how like. Trying to think of the best way to describe this so that you can see it. Before we go on vacation, we have a lot of problems. They're not like they don't have to be serious problems, but like just issues and things that you deal with on a daily basis with work, with family, with obligations, with this. And then we go on vacation To kind of disconnect from a lot of that stuff. And so like for me. When I walk out onto the beach. Onto the sand. Next to the water. I get reminded. That I'm small. So what that. What that does for me though. How I interpret that is. My impact. Is also. Very relative. To kind of like. Those around me and those things that I do touch now that impact can grow and stuff like that. Don't get me wrong, but like. The things, the little things that I worried about at home. Magically, just don't seem that important anymore. Until you get back home. And so what I was thinking about was like. Hmm. This is a mindset. The beach is a feeling. Now, don't get me wrong. It's still beautiful to the eye, but it's a vacation feeling. That word evokes feelings in people. And I'm like, okay, so what do we do with this? Right. So, like, I got to thinking deep. It's just me walking, you know, water hit my feet. It's a beautiful morning. And I got my AirPods in, listening to some of my favorite music. Right. But I'm thinking to myself, like. What are we doing or what am I doing, right? Sometimes we can just lose focus by focusing on everything else. But like when I'm at the ocean, the ocean is so big. I can't focus on anything else besides just being like in amazement of this thing. This life force, this this crazy. I know that got real deep. It sounds deep, but I'm trying to just. I'm trying to take you on that journey with me, man. Like it was, it was great. And so it landed me at this place of like. Today's episode is going to be called. Hello starts with goodbye, right? That's the title of this episode. And let me explain what I mean by hello starts with goodbye. You can't become this new thing that you want to be without saying goodbye to some of these old things that kind of kept you as who you were. And I know that we've discussed like this iteration of thinking multiple times in the past on this show, but like, I've really got to thinking about like the daily structure on how I do things. And like you get to reflect. That's the good thing about vacation is you finally get time to like stop and think about, well, what am I doing and why? And then what do I want to do? How do I do that? Oh, okay. this is what I got to do. So I find myself oftentimes like. Trying to. I observe a lot, so like I pay attention to a lot of stuff things I admire, things I don't admire, things, people I my people I, I pay attention to a lot of stuff and then like I'll take some stuff in that I think is good and I'll instantly try to change me into that and some things and sometimes that works but when we do that we are making the assumption that that thing or that person's aspirations are the same as ours and we're also assuming that we know where they're at on their journey so if you start just behaving like such and such because like they're where you want to be or i'm gonna change the way i do this because they're successful and they're this you don't know where they're at on that journey also you don't really know where they're trying to go and that shit might not line up with what you really want, where you're at or where you're trying to go. So you might be jumping into a lesson that you don't have a prerequisite for because you don't know the journey. They might have learned some shit that was crucial eight steps ago. And you're trying to skip that. And usually what it leads to is more struggle from you. And it doesn't mean you're on the wrong path. It just means that maybe you skip some lessons Or that it's not your path. And so like. You got to figure out your path. And I've been back and forth with this thing on a lot of stuff on the direction of, of shows, on the, you know, money plays business wise, life wise, family wise. I've got a lot of dynamics that recently changed and it's like, okay, So what do I want this to be and what does it cost? And not money wise. Relationships wise, friendships wise, time wise. Everything has a separate cost. So when you figure out, hey, do I want to pay this cost? Before you put the value on what the cost is, you need to make sure you understand what went into building it to that point there. And a lot of times if you take inventory as to like who you are now, what you want to be, the things that you want outside of what it looks like to other people or the rest of the world. Or even if you're building something in an industry, right? In every industry, you have people that came before you that have done it on a level that you want to do it at. It's very dangerous to just look at the level they're at and start trying to emulate the things they're doing it where they're at. I know it seems logical to do that, right? But you could be missing some steps that you're going to need. So my point is, like, you got to do your own journey. So for the level you're at, if you're trying to build a business, like. Break your business down to what it actually is, not what you thought it was going to be, not what you think it is and not what it could be. Hey, what do I actually have right now in this business? What exactly am I offering in this business? Where exactly do I want to take this business? How many steps do I think it is between here and there and what step am I actually on? And then just take the next step. You can't skip the steps if you're building it, if you're buying it, it's different If you're building it, you can't skip the steps. Building things takes longer. But there's way more equity in it, whether that be business products or self. Build it, you got to build it. I like building stuff. I like taking ideas from something from an idea to a product or to a service or to a, a content, anything. I I like that process of it. But I've never really sat down and broke these things that I like to do down and said, okay, what do I really have here? What do I really want and what's it going to take to get the most out of it that I want? And I was able to do that and think about that, man. And and it's it's funny because like I seen this thing. I seen this quote on the Internet and I shared it on my Instagram last week. And it was like something to to the effect of like people are laughing at you because you're trying a bunch of new things. But I'm clapping for you because you never quit. And if you if you happen to be on like an entrepreneur journey or even like just a better self journey. That's a. The difficult parts always come from the outside, so it's it's the people around you. It's what people might say on social media. It's just the doubt that creeps in at every level of level up. They're going to laugh at me. What are they going to think about this? What are they going to think about that? It's a very difficult thing to do if. Your head is up. So what you need to do is figure out your steps order your steps appropriately and then just keep watching the steps take the steps to go here to here here to here here to here then when you finally do look up you're going to be so far further than where you was when you was looking ahead that the same people that laughed or mocked you are then going to be asking you how What steps did you take? What are you spending on marketing? Where are you advertising at? How many shows are you recording a week? How many interviews are you doing a week? How much time does it take to prep? What do you use to prep for an episode? How do you edit those? How do you do this? What do you eat in a day? What kind of exercises are you doing at the gym? All these things the doubt turns to questions that's that's the that's the process of it we know it everyone knows it i'm not breaking nothing new <laughs> it's just uh i had time to sit down and slow down on vacation and think about it and it's like ah oh, fuck i forgot again got distracted again got to get back in got to lock back into the next step just taking the next step taking the next step taking the next step and once you do that i promise you once you once your steps are in order, you can only get to where you you want to go. Um, that was kind of deep. I, I didn't even know I was gonna come back and go that deep. I was gonna talk more about the fun shit from vacation, but man, eh, you know, it was fun. It was great. I enjoyed time with my kids, uh, with my family. It was, it was, it was a really, really, really good time. Those things are really special to me. Uh, I keep my, I usually keep like family and stuff private, but. I don't know I love it I had fun I had a great time it was just what I needed uh, now I want to transition and talk about something else that like literally just hit me like I don't know 20 minutes ago so just ride with me for a minute um, it's gonna be some sports talk so last night I watched Kyrie Irving just absolutely torch the Cleveland Cavaliers like special special talent I've never seen anyone do what he does with a basketball on such a consistent level as he does it like He's not the greatest player of all time or in the league right now, but like he's the greatest I've ever seen with using that basketball to do things with. It's crazy. Um, But it got me thinking. Right. And. Kyrie Irving's an interesting guy. I've come on here. Let me catch people up for that that don't quite know. So Kyrie plays for the Brooklyn Nets in New York. They had a weird vaccine rule that like basically just meant he couldn't play basketball right because he couldn't be in the arena if he was the home team but if he was the away team in manhattan that was fine it it was it was a stupid rule it by all accounts it was a stupid very specific rule that kept him because he was unvaccinated from playing over half the season he could only play in away games and that didn't start until after december right the media killed Kyrie because he wouldn't get vaccinated, right? As a vaccinated person, I got vaccinated because I wanted to get vaccinated. But like I also was the one that was like, hey, you should probably not force people to be vaccinated. Like, let it be their choice. Now. Let the consequences hit them where they may, but I do support his right to not get vaccinated because Kyrie's not out here. Just a lot of people think Kyrie They just don't like him, which is fine because a lot of people just don't like me either. But Kyrie is one of those persons that he once he decides on something one way or another. He's really rolling with it, right? And that's the whole the whole time. That's why I've always respected Kyrie is in the face of the world telling him he's an idiot for not getting vaccinated and missing on millions of dollars and this, this and that. He never came out yelling and screaming, leave me alone or anything. It just was kind of like, hey, this is what I believe. I believe it. My beliefs tell me not to get not to get the vaccine. It's no disrespect. I'll wear a mask where I have to wear a mask. And I won't play in places where I can't be at. Simple as that. I might have been a little bit different. I might have went and attacked this the rule is stupid. It doesn't make sense. I'm good across the street, but I'm not good on this side of the street. Yeah, right. I would have went there, but he didn't. He just kept calm. I was like, yeah, whatever. It is what it is. So. For months, the world told Kyrie Irving, you know, hey, you're an, you're, an you're an idiot. 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 And it led me to this lesson, because last night I watched Kyrie. By the way, the mandate that kept him from playing was magically lifted before opening day in the Major League Baseball. Because there's a big name Yankee. That's also not vaccinated. And there was no way. That the one person holding up this vaccine mandate. Was going to keep Aaron Judge from taking the field. Just going to throw it out there. But anyways, it got taken care of. It got done away with Kyrie's available to play full time. So it led me to the idea that. The truth cannot be found in moments. It can only be found or revealed over time. Especially when you're talking about like who's right and who's wrong. Because for months I've heard Kyrie's an idiot. He's ruining everything. He's selfish. A bunch of stuff. But last night. I watched them in the playoffs, in the play-in game of the playoffs, and I watched them handle the Cavs, and Kyrie was the reason why. So I I was able to then say to myself, okay, this is about where they were going to be anyways with all the other injuries and everything. So I'm not convinced that Kyrie cost his team anything. If we're just talking about money, we can't. You can't count one man's pocket. So like he didn't cost. His team anything. By standing on his beliefs. Last night, the same dude that was an idiot, that was this, that was that. Was praised because he went through the whole first half, didn't even miss a shot. And it was like, hmm. It's funny how time can shape. Narratives of right or wrong. Because. In five years, I think when you explain what the vaccine mandate was and how it affected literally one person. Anybody that doesn't have any feelings on what happened or any is going to look at that and say, that's nuts. And yeah, the mandate was nuts. But like, why were they so mad that he didn't get a vaccine? Well, it cost his team. It could have cost him his team some games. Really. Kyrie's also a Muslim. Last night, it's currently the holy month of Ramadan. So last night, Kyrie Irving played in the game, having not eaten or drinking anything throughout the day. Because during Ramadan, uh, Muslim brothers and sisters, you eat in the morning times before the sun comes up and then after the sun goes down. Y'all wasn't concerned about how that was going to affect his play or anything like that, because it was just like it's one of those issues that people don't like to really talk about. It's not a hotbed issue or hot button issue. And so I say all of that to say this before you give a hot take on something. Maybe don't, (laughs) because maybe like over time, you're going to realize, oh, shit. Maybe that wasn't that big of a deal or even worse. Maybe I was just wrong. And I guess my issue is that no one that called him an idiot on national TV came out today and said they were wrong. Nobody. You just came out today praising how great of a basketball player he is. So we're just going to skip over the fact that. Yeah. Yeah. You get it. <laughs> Y'all get it. So the next hot topic that jumps up. um, Let's just let Tom see, right? The. Uh, I said I wasn't going to talk about this shit either, but like. Will Smith. Chris Rock and Jada situation. i to throw that in there. Everybody had a lot of hot takes at first. How do you feel today? How are you gonna feel a year from now? They uh they say Will's supposed to be on the red table talk. God, I hope not. At what point are we gonna rescue Will from his abuser? But I, I listen. I know y'all don't want to talk about that. Y'all don't want to have that conversation because y'all scared to offend women. But like, yeah, maybe one day we'll have that conversation on Jada's role. And Everything that seems to have been plaguing will But it won't be today Uh, That's the end that's all I got for you today Uh, I'm glad to be back again I'm super super Grateful man I'm thankful for my life Every freaking day just because Like you don't know Where it could have been I know Some of the places my life could have took me and Like the fact that I'm just Comfortable man and I'm happy and my Kids are happy and everything is Well man like It's all good man just be appreciative of everything Uh To the Muslim brothers and sisters out there uh, during Ramadan. Hey, stay strong. Stay strong. Use this time to reflect. It's also about giving. It's also about sacrifice. And just know that whatever your inner battle is with yourself and God, it's yours and yours alone. Fight to get better, um, to put away demons, to do whatever you need to do, man. Just be grateful. It's Cloud Conversations. If you're on Instagram, give us a follow at Cloud Conversations Pod. Also, if you get anything out of this, just leave me a review, man. I appreciate it. I'm out of here. I'll see y'all again very, very, very soon. Hopefully, have some guests soon, too. Cloud Conversations, I'm out.